This is our second session on 1 Thessalonians 1, 2 through 7. And today we will tackle some enormous issues like, is there a special love that God has for the people of God different from the world? And how does his choosing uh, Christians, how does election relate to thanking God for their work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope. That's where we're going. So, Father, I pray that as we take up these weighty matters, you would be our guide, that our hearts and our minds would be tuned to your word by your spirit. And so be our teacher, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We give thanks to God always for you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers, remembering three things. This is what we saw last time. Remembering before our God and Father your work of faith, faith giving rise to work, and your labor of love, love giving rise to labor and your steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, this hope in Christ giving rise to steadfastness. And we saw that this work and this labor persevered in with steadfastness are all one thing, one life of work, labor, steadfastness, growing out of faith, which has a future Dimension called hope, giving rise to love, which produces this labor. We saw a crucial parallel text in Galatians 5, 6. And now, for we know, brothers, loved by God, that he has chosen you. Literally, this is knowing, brothers, loved by God, that he has chosen you. And this is probably a correct interpretation, interpreting that participle knowing as a ground. And the question is, how does it ground? This is one of the main points I want to get across here. Whenever you see a for or a because like this, it isn't enough just to point out in your mind or in your teaching or in your preaching this is a ground. <laughs> you have to know how it's a ground. How, how does it work as an argument? That's the key question here. So how is it that this, this right here, how is it that this is a support or how is it that this is a support for this? So circle this. This supports that because he says for. For we know, brothers, loved by God. And the reason it, it seems strange, at least I'm stumbling, is that it would seem as though our work of faith, our labor of love, and our steadfastness of hope 
would be the support for how he knows that we are chosen, how he knows that we are loved by God, not the other way around. And yet he's saying here, because loved by God, brothers, he has chosen you. Because he has chosen you, this. How does that work? And in fact, when he gets here to this because, which is what we'll look at next time, he's going to argue that he does know they are chosen because of a certain kind of life they live. They became imitators of us and of the Lord and received the word in much affliction with joy. And that's how he knows that they are chosen. But we're not going to get to there yet. I want to understand how this word is working. So, for brothers loved by God, he has chosen you. So let's ponder this, this love and this choosing for just a minute before we try to answer the question. What does this mean? He has chosen you. This is, this is the doctrine of election. And what is, in what sense has he chosen them? And it's good to go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, where he says the same thing with similar words. We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, beloved. That's what we see back in 1 Thessalonians 1. Beloved by the Lord, because God chose you. So you got love and choosing, just like you do back there. He chose you as the first fruits to be saved through sanctification and, and, and uh, by the Spirit and belief in the truth. So belief in the truth, sanctification by the Spirit, that's how you are going to be saved. And this is the faith that brings about the work of sanctification. So this is the same kind of thinking that we saw back there, only now we know clearly what he's choosing them for. He's choosing them for salvation, chosen as the first fruits to be saved or for salvation, and they are thus loved. So let's go back. So now I'm going to say that this choosing here is, is a ultimate choosing for salvation through uh, the sanctification of the Spirit, through belief in the truth. In other words, through work of faith, through labor of love, through steadfastness of hope. That's how the salvation, based on the election, is going to come about. It's going to come about through hope, love, faith, producing a life like that. What about this word loved here? Brothers loved by God. I'm just so concerned that we Christians don't enjoy to the full the riches of what is meant here because so many of us have been taught that the only way to think about the love of God for us is a John 3.16 sense. And in John 3.16, one of the most familiar verses in the Bible, it says, for God so loved the world. And that's true. And here, are we to think of ourselves as, well, he loved the world, I'm part of the world, so he loves me. That would be so diminishing to what is here, because it would mean that love here 
holds out no promise for us except what it holds out for the world. But many in the world perish. They go to hell. But these loved ones won't. No, I don't think so. I think this loved here, he means to be a special love which is expressed in election. This is a love that is expressed in election. It's, it's the kind of love here in Ephesians 5.25. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Husbands don't love all women, and the wives say, well, I'm a woman, so he must love me then. That's not the way it works. Husbands love their wives in a special way. Of course, husbands love all women because they're Christians, and you're supposed to love even your enemy. Husbands love all women, but they love their wives in a covenant kind of love. And so Christ loves all people, but he loves his church in a covenant kind of love. Or here again in Romans 1, 7, to all those in Rome who are loved by God. That's not everybody in Rome. He means a special kind of love, called to be saints. To all those in Rome who are loved by God and thus called to be saints. So back to our text. These two words are very precious words. I I hope that every person who's a Christian will believe that God has a special covenant affection for you, like, like a husband does for a wife. Now, Having seen what the chosen means, it's full choosing to salvation and love in a covenant way to a peculiar people, the church. How are we to understand this for here? And my answer is, he's not arguing that our election and our being loved this way are the support for the fact that we do works of faith and labors of love and steadfastness of hope. Those we're going to find, in fact, are the support for knowing that we're chosen. What he's arguing for here is that we are thanking God. He is thanking God. So we give thanks to God for the work of faith. We give thanks to God for the labor of love. We give thanks to God for the steadfastness of hope because we know that you are chosen. And thus, God is the one who is to be thanked for the work of faith, the labor of love, and the steadfastness of hope. That's the way the argument works. And now next time we tackle this word right here, how does he know they are chosen?